Alright, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, can I laugh in the comeback? This show is like, going to be a fun... Uh, it's going to be a, be a fun introductory episode for, for our listeners. So, yeah. um, in, case, in case our listeners are wondering what's going on right now, we're trying to find okay. how we're going to launch the introductory Yeah, we're just introduction. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. Hello, listeners. Welcome to How Far Nigeria, the podcast that brings you real perspectives, real stories, and real opinions beyond all the outrageous headlines you see about this country. I hope you stay tuned and you listen and have some fun with us. All right, guys, my name is Tastian. I'm going to be <laughs> one of the hosts, one of your hosts on this podcast. And um, yes, now and I don't run, don't run, don't run. Keep that, keep that, keep that. All right, guys, hi, um, my name is Ardine. Uh, just Dean for short. I think it's more appealing to just say Dean in short and concise. One of your hosts, and um, we aim to bring you, like Vanessa said, all the gritty details you see on your um, blogs, on your news stations, and everything. We intend to just dissect everything down here. This is the Vanessa Williams, and I'm one of the hosts on Alpha Nigeria. The last host is. Christine on this one, maybe. and she's going to be joining us. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully this, no. I think it is also. Um, I think it is also worthy to mention that uh, yeah. well, I, we are doing remote recording. That's why um, she's not joining us. Yes, we, yes. All four of us are in different geographical locations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm, I'm in Lagos. Vanessa is in Abuja. Abuja. Uh, Dean yeah. is in Yola, Yola Christine is in Joss. Joss. So we, we more or less yeah. have covered Nigeria. Like I did tell you, I did. This is which is which is why we're the perfect host for this kind of for this yeah. kind of podcast, You know what's happening in Lagos? I'll drop it. What's happening in Yola? Yeah. will drop it. Joss, Christine will drop it. Abuja, Vanessa will drop it for us. You know we're good. We're good. We covered it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, we are trying to be responsible by keeping safe, you know. So just before before we dive into um, something else that we might want to discuss, how has the entire lockdown treated you so far, Dean, before, before we get to Vanessa? How has it okay. changed who you are, how you relate with others, and, you know, your, your entire well-being? Honestly, it has affected me in, in multiple ways, yeah. Um, okay, first thing, it was the whole lockdown. And I think um, Yola was one of the few places that had the lockdown last. So we kept on hearing um, Abuja is in lockdown, Lagos is in lockdown. We didn't know how exactly it was going to affect us, so we weren't fully prepared. But when it came, it was, I think, the first one was for like two weeks. And as usual now, we went for panic buying and whatnot. We did, and then... I did not realize. Usually, I tell myself I am an introvert. I, because of work, when I when I when I get off work, I'm always tired. So I feel like ah, I always I want to be at home all the time. Yeah. But during this lockdown, I spent just two days, and I realized no, my life is outside there, man. Like <laughs> I felt entrapped yeah. in yeah. my own space. Like this is literally my comfort zone, but I felt entrapped in it. Like. <laughs> 
I needed to go out. I needed to just, you know, when you're yeah. used to doing something and then today you don't have. So I realized that this freedom that we have, the fact that we have the freedom, that's why we feel like we are taking it for granted. Now you that never know what you have until you lose it, man. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it has affected me in that way. But then um, I think in retrospect, I feel like that has also positively affect, um, had an effect on me because I was able to uh, catch up on some few books that I have missed out on. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, so basically that was how it has affected me anyway. Okay. So Vanessa, what awesome. about you? Oh, by the way, sorry, um, sorry to cut you short, Vanessa. Let me just add that uh, I added weight. You know, uh, personally, I think yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be surprised if, if someone tells me, "Oh, but one thing I did was lost weight." I'm like, "No, you know, you know how we had the mentality of okay, we're just going to be working out from home, but it never happened, man. Like, yeah, I just uh, I tried it for two days. <laughs> and that was it i was I showing myself was ah, okay. i saw my nike my nike training app and it's just sitting there i haven't used it like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so vanessa, anyway, vanessa your experience the joggers in the place i live every every saturday morning everybody just <laughs> you know what i cannot when they were supposed to be maintaining exercise. social distancing yes do you know I what i cannot understand where the passion to actually go out and start jogging during the lockdown period came from for a lot of people no i think it's the fear of just sitting idle and doing nothing i think it, it stems from that uh, it's pretty okay. <laughs> okay um for me i think the lockdown period has been a mix of emotions particularly um, anxiety, um, sort of um, a mm. feeling of anger towards the Nigerian government and how badly they're handling the situation. And finally, just coming to a point where you're resigned to the whole thing. I mean, if anything happens, let it just happen because you're not sure if the information you're getting is 100% legitimate. You're not you know, sure yeah. if... You should trust yeah. the stats that NCDC is putting up every day, or if you mm. just if you do your own thing. So I mean, for me, it's just been a roller coaster ride of emotions. But at the same time, I'm I'm very appreciative for mm. the time to rest, even though I haven't been doing a lot of that. For the people who know me, I'm constantly doing one thing or the other. But this time has taught me that well. <sighs> You're going to have to rest at one point. Yeah. If you are not resting, the whole world is resting. So you might as well take advantage of that. It's 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 a tough time. It's been a tough time, but I'm I'm eager to see everyone and I mean everybody, even those who have been severely affected by the COVID nineteen pandemic, get back to their daily lives because trust me it's not just about sitting at home if you're someone who was working and you're laid off that's a whole different ball game if you have a family it it comes with so many aspects to it so i just i just really want to see everything get back to normal i mean things can't be 100 percent normal anymore but we need to get to degree of normalcy so that life can continue because every somebody just true hits that, true pause in the whole world and I mean there's a lot there's a lot of things you said that I would like us to touch on um one is <laughs> one very important one is the stats uh, from NCDC the daily stats from NCDC another mm-hmm. is the impact on those who have 
either lost their jobs or cannot uh, make as much as they make from uh, personal businesses that they have or that they had before the coronavirus um, made its made its debut in Nigeria. He said, "We we we all can't wait for things to get back to normal." And I'm so happy that you said not yeah. represent because yeah. things are not going to be the same way we've known things to be, and that's the for, very hard for, truth, for, the very hard pill to swallow. For a very long, for a very long time to come. Probably for just. To, to to prepare our minds to shape our minds that yeah. let's put it as forever you know because i don't think i personally don't think coronavirus has come and has an expiry date where it just would not exist anymore no it's still going to exist for a long period of time same as yeah. other flu that have um come have remained up till now it's just that they've been controlled with some sort of vaccine or they've been controlled with some such sort of uh, social um, intervention right the reason why coronavirus is still um as prevalent as we know it to be now is because yeah. one there is no vaccine for it and two we are not really doing our best in terms of uh, social infrastructure to curtail it to bend the curve and drive it all the way down so even if we eventually do that, and even if eventually the vaccine comes out, coronavirus is going to be here. Um, face masks is going to be the new accessory. It's going to be the new thing to add to your suit, to your katan, to your wedding dress, and all of that. It's still going to be because in your subconscious, you're still going to believe that um, somebody could be taking the sneeze of me, and that's it. Uh, where do yeah, I start? Where, where do I go to start looking for vaccine? And mind you. Uh, not a lot of people might be able to afford this. Yeah. So, it's uh, just like it's just like AIDS, I think. It's just yeah, like, uh, um, yes. I mean do not try do not try to sugarcoat it. Because here's the thing now. <laughs> here's the thing now. If it's going to be here to stay, yeah. It's just like it's when AIDS came out, people were people were all freaked out and shit. And then later they now found out, okay, look. It can be transmitted. It can only be transmitted through this, this, and this. If you could avoid, if you could afford, avoid this, then you are probably going to be safe. So that is how people just, you know. And then, but, so I think, then, I think, then, I think, oh, sure, yeah, go, go on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Can Can I cut in at this point? Can I cut in at this point? I I, I think major difference yeah. with the COVID nineteen pandemic because. The truth is, if you compare the numbers, no, it's not. It's actually, not. No. It's not even close. It's not up to four percent. Dangerous disease yeah. that has ever yeah, that's, hit that's fact, the world yeah. before. It's not even on. Not even on the top. Yeah. But what makes virus so so impactful as it has been is yeah. because number one, uh-huh, the world yeah. is now a global village. Like you are connected with every uh-huh. single person, no matter how you want to estimate, you are connected. Then again, the second problem with the internet. Do you know that if you Google coronavirus, anything yeah. like be, be it symptoms, be it um, preventive measures, this and that, except the standardized mm-hmm. information that they've tried to make, um, they try to show that okay, this is the standard information. There is over a million links and websites yeah. and opinions available to everybody about coronavirus. It's the problem is that it's not it's an infodemic in my opinion because everybody has something to say about it and you can't trust a thousand people's opinions especially 
medical experts so people are doing the wrong thing because they don't have access to the correct information it's not necessarily about the information being um absorbed by <coughs> other people it's the fact that this uh, information exists the fact that the information are not credible and then for one it's not it, credible yes. so you don't know who is going to buy into for example any conspiracy theory yeah. i mean maybe you and i might see something okay. and say okay this thing is not yeah. possible let's just brush it aside but the, it's not everybody that thinks like that so you're putting a problem where there's danger to people who don't me, filter that is a problem on its own apart from covid being a pandemic and that's and the, and the word you use is infodemic yeah yeah this is this is the second time i'm hearing mm-hmm. what infodemic means because the last the first time i saw it i was wondering yes, ah, yes. pandemic never finished now which one be infodemic <laughs> which which you mean for them yeah yeah it's not something you hear yeah. every day it's not a word you hear every day but it's it's something that we really need to start <laughs> looking into because that's a problem on its own Yeah, but I think it's on. It's on. I think it's unfortunate because it's it's on. It's unfortunate because at this point, you hardly can control these kind of informations because the internet is free for almost everyone. Do you get my point? So everyone will just wake up someday, cook up a story or whatever theory he has or she has. Do you get and put it out there, and gullible people will pick that information. Honestly speaking, I never ever read broadcast messages on my whatsapp that's a fact because it doesn't matter if the information is irrelevant or not the moment it comes in i know 90% of the time it's just bullshit do you get my point so i made it a habit of not reading it but like we said mm. you don't know the people that are going to trust that information some are going to go they will trust the information and the information is misleading they wouldn't know they might go ahead and act based on that information and then do more harm to themselves you get exactly they'll do more harm do do more harm to themselves if you guys remember and that is why it is in as much as it is bad like it's very bad i i don't i don't see us really controlling it like that i think the best thing is just to sensitize people on okay look maybe you should really really think about those informations you spread or those information you read from whatsapp or the internet but the internet is there it's here to stay and it's here to keep us to keep to keep giving us <laughs> irrelevant information or really really bad information that's just the thing i tell you yeah. something else that is really shocking here yeah. sometimes yeah. even someone as intelligent as yourself here when you read some yeah. of these messages you are so confused as to whether to believe them or not because or not. the people who craft them put yeah. some put some okay. some atom of intelligence into it right yeah. let's, let's and then you get so there will be about there will be about 30% intelligence in it and then you start to question your own intelligence that ah, what if uh you get that happens yeah. as well yeah the thing is the way you process information yeah. is subjective yeah. one sentence make you believe something over 99 sentences for example Okay, the best example that I can come up with now is yeah. let's say with political parties. If you are pro PDP and you read something yeah. damning about APC, you're more yeah, likely yeah. to believe it than you are to believe when read something it's it's mm. playing on people's minds and trust me, there are people who 
thrive on this thing. I don't know if WhatsApp <laughs> pays people for the number of reports or the pay, number of yeah. chats. It's, it's just people trying to, you know, outdo or I don't even know why some people just sit down and cook some stories that you know it is not a fact. Uh, it is not scientifically yeah. proven. It is nothing. Mm-hmm. You just decide, okay, no, this was my experience, and maybe it's it will help other people. Let me share. Everyone uh, has that's, that's, that's 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 messages. Some people go as far as recording videos, recording audio messages, just to yeah, it's uh, <laughs> sick, sick, sick. It's sick. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was I wanted us to talk on. Oh, I haven't shared my experience yet. Should we just do that before we go on the NCDC stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. what um, lockdown has been yeah. for me is uh, kind of a blessing and a curse at the same time. Of course, because I find myself doing more lazy things nowadays. Um, I have I have yeah. been so overly conscious of how I touch anything, even in the house, and who I let into the house. But in fact, no one is even allowed into the house. Just myself and my wife. And when we when we need groceries, we get them delivered before they go into the regular cupboards and shelves and whatnot. We wash them individually. Talking about numbers, though, like, do you, what do you guys think about the numbers being put out by the NCDC? Like, I believe you them. Feel, I personally believe, I believe them. them. Yeah, I do. I do believe them, actually. Do you, Vanessa? I'm, I think I would be the skeptic in this situation because, no, l- let me be very honest with you, man, because I, yeah. I like proof and the way they display the information is not proof like, so enough colors. for me. And I, I don't know. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of laxity about the yeah. way they're going about the whole thing. For one. Every other country in the world with COVID-19 cases in the thousands and all of that keep sharing pictures of both patients, nurses, and doctors. Please tell me if any of you, and if you have, please send it to me for me. I want to see it. Has anybody come across one visual representation? The one video that has come out of this COVID-19 situation, I don't even want to watch is the one of people inviting drummers yeah. to an isolation center in Lagos and having <laughs> like that doesn't inspire confidence <laughs> in me to believe the entire situation. I'm not saying that COVID-19 doesn't exist mm-hmm. in Nigeria or the numbers mm-hmm. are not high, but I think it's one of two situations. They are either exaggerating or they are understating. Yeah. You know how people have started shouting that on, they have they are uh, politicizing everything. It's just I I feel like that's true. Do you mm-hmm. get? We just keep bringing the numbers yeah. up. Those states with the highest number keeps getting the funds. You know, the larger chunk of whatever assist they get from wherever. Do you get my point? I you can see mm-hmm. as, if yeah, you guys could you remember, I kind of had a case of where the they were demanding that they have the same uh what's it called the same amount of money that was given to lagos yes, by the federal yes, government them, yes. you get so mm-hmm. excuse me how is that any relevant like the government is trying to give you guys funds to fight this or to be able to contain this at least and then you are here telling the government no 
we want the same amount Lagos are receiving. Like, what? Do you get? So, why, why, why are we even banking on that? I honestly believe that these numbers are just being cooked. That's just true. They are just being cooked. I don't care how. Yes, I'm saying, like, I'm with you. Coronavirus is real. Coronavirus numbers are high, but the numbers are being cooked. Honestly speaking, they are being cooked. That's just the truth. I believe that if the numbers don't come out the way they are, whether fake or not, which I don't want to debate because it just would destroy my mindset, is that mm. look, a lot of Nigerians would not take COVID-19 serious if they don't see the numbers. This is part of why I believe in that. Okay, now, sorry to cut you short, but I hold think, on. Just think, before you finish, before you finish, sorry, 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 before you finish. Do you think Nigerians are taking this thing seriously anymore? Well, that, that's 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 where I'm getting to. I I think I think okay. we should actually. I think the numbers should <laughs> shoot up than they are now. And no. the one reason, the one particular reason why I think the number is not really shooting up as they, than they are now is that enough testings are not being done yet. But I believe in these numbers because in the minds of some people, it's actually making some impact in the sense that look whether it's true or not is not is not for us to debate at this particular time we are seeing the numbers yeah. rise and we know that this thing is not tied to nigeria only it's a pandemic it's not an epidemic right <laughs> this thing is making some people actually become conscious of how they they relate to other people outside how they go out when it's only necessary how they protect themselves and all of that if that impact is what this number mm-hmm. makes then yeah, i test- believe in them if that impact is what it makes, I believe in, and it need, if it needs to do okay, more, then I, it needs to shoot off more. That means a lot, a lot, a lot more testing needs to be done. Oh, guy, you said you need it to shoot off more. Do you know what that means? Uh, that's you mean you want more people to get coronavirus. That's <laughs> what I mean. I need it to shoot. What I need, I need to, sh- I need it to shoot off more. What I'm saying is that I'm not saying coronavirus. A lot more people should get infected. I'm saying. Okay. A lot more people are probably infected than the number is reflecting, and a, a lot more testing needs to be done for that number to shoot up. You get? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, where did Vanessa go now? I've, oh, I think we've lost Vanessa. Yeah. I, I mean, her reception has been has been shaky all through. So, honestly speaking, I feel like um, what's it called? I feel like the numbers. I still stand by the fact that the numbers are being cooked, but if it is making people more conscious and more, what's it called, more careful, then fine. But I, I, I mean, we are Nigerians, bruh. Look at the situation we find ourselves in. Debating exactly. Okay, let me bust your head. Let me bust your head. You know how rowdy shopping complex is, yeah? Yeah. Yola. Yeah. Do you know shopping complex is as rowdy as you knew it before? Even with the numbers rising, guy, I had um, what's it called? This uh, wash hand basin in front of my store. Did you get? Yeah. The whole shebang, the buckets, the high, uh, what's it called? The uh, hand wash, uh, what's it called? Um, hand sanitizers and hand wash. Hand san- no, not the sanitizer, the hand wash. Yeah. Okay. So I had the hand wash. Then I had the sanitizer with me um, in the store. But do you yeah. know? When we fill the first bucket with water, yeah, from morning yeah. to evening, yeah, the water will still be on the same level it was. Oh. But, but question though, do, do people at least hands. do people at least use face masks? 
Bro, can I, I just told you, it's the same thing. It's can the I same thing. If very few people, sorry, Vanessa, let me just finish this. Let me just drive this point home. Very few people are wearing those masks. Yeah. Yeah. Myself included. Like when I'm in the when when I'm when I'm stepping out of the car, I always have it in my pocket. Yeah. When I go to any place that is a bit crowdy, yes, I use the face mask. But the moment I'm in my store, unless if someone is really close by or if the store is is the store is having more people than usual. Usually it's like I have like well, okay, we're like uh, four, mm-hmm. you get. So the moment it starts getting to six, maybe customers are, are trooping in, that's when I wear the face mask. But then all the customers that are trooping in, you would hardly find someone with a face mask. What, but so, why do you, why do you, I think you, I think that, that's, that responsibility lies in you to control who walks into the store. I can't. Do you know, the only what? way I can control is, is to close the store, which I can't afford to do that. Exactly. Yeah, but then, but then yes. how, how about... The how only about... way, because I can't... If if, if a customer now st- um, steps into the shop, yeah. you're like, Yo, bro, um, please, you need to wear your face mask. Nigga yeah. will just take his money away. Guy, I need the money in as much as I'm a face uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so like I said, at this point, at this junction, I was making a, I was, ma- I was making a joke, or you know, I was just trying to be cynic about it. I said, "Fee, God saw Nigeria and be like, Nigeria have enough problem with their own. Their leaders are corrupt. Their leaders alone are pandemics. Yeah, <laughs> let's just, let's just this coronavirus. Yeah, let's just give them small. Let it, let it, let it scare them. But if the numbers of can yeah, I go on, when go on, go done. on." Yeah. Okay. For me, um, first, I'm going to say that this whole numbers thing, I just feel that Nigeria is not going to be happy as the giant of Africa <laughs> if we don't have the highest <laughs> number. We don't have the highest number, actually. We are nowhere close to the highest, actually. We're getting... <laughs> don't worry. It's Nigeria. We're going to get there. Trust me. I think it's a big ploy in that yeah. direction. Tasslim, you said something. I can't remember it word for word, but I remember that I was going to say that you are only conscious of how the coronavirus can affect you based on your class level in Nigeria. And why am I saying this? Okay, so I have to go to the markets regularly because I have to stock up on food and the market days have been reduced, right? Now, you can see... There has been a lot. I don't know if any of you here like is a frequent visitor to the market, but you notice that a lot has changed. Especially if you want to know how bad things are, just interact with somebody who has to sell, who has to sell something every day to, to be able to exactly. eat something every exactly. day. Yes. Nigerians don't care about the coronavirus being yeah. existent or not. You are only conscious of it if you can eat today and say, okay, let me stay in my house and nothing is going to concern me. You are, if you cannot comfortably say, okay, for this week, let me limit the number of times that I have to go out. Let me sit at home because I know that this coronavirus is out there. If you, ca- if you cannot do that, then you're not worried about if you're going to die or not, or if you're going to contact the disease and give it to anybody. The problem is that there are so many underlying issues that haven't been fixed 
for people to obey strict lockdown or strict Policies. restrictions mm-hmm. on movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, Christine. Yeah, that, that's what's killing us. Hi. Really killing Hi. Us. Hi, Christine. Welcome. Welcome. Finally, your network allowed you to join us. Let's hope, let's hope the network actually yeah. stays up there. Please don't talk. Stay in jobs. Stay in jobs. Stay in jobs. Wow, Vanessa, so, that's yeah. that's yeah, that's that's an angle that a lot of a lot of us, myself included, is not really looking at it from. Um, you get, yeah, you get. Yeah, I, I, I totally get what Vanessa is saying. So that is that is what we're saying. That is what we in like. I, I was so surprised that people are come okay in banks yes you have to obey all those rules mm-hmm. but that's literally the only place where those laws yeah. are being implemented. I literally we have yeah. road safety. I won't even <laughs> just because of road safety I mean, so yeah. that they will not stop me because honestly I can't that yeah. drama at all. If you are even lucky said those ones are wearing like, road safety said they don't even wear face masks themselves. The ones here, they don't. I swear to God, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. Wear face masks. So they you don't. just look at you and be like, yo, where's your papers? Do you have driver license? That's all they're worried about. <laughs> they're not worried about your health. <laughs> Christine, what's up now? Tell us about your experience. We were talking about our experience with the COVID lockdown. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, for the lockdown... I, I really can't complain, to be honest. I mean, it's a lot of things. I got tired of staying at home and like, and then now they open the lockdown and then they are forcing us to wear masks. Not like it's a bad thing, no. <laughs> but the people that are even um, forcing us to wear the mask, like Vanessa was saying, like they are not wearing the mask. Themselves. Yeah. And then like they come mm-hmm. out, they come out like on one day, then you don't see them again for the rest of the week. <laughs> and I'm just like, What's the difference? <laughs> and then there was this day I was inside a keke, and then the people themselves don't even have a mindset that the corona is real. So I was in a keke, and then they were stopping guys to wear their masks, and then the guy was like, "I don't have food to eat. Is it is it mask I'll go and buy?" Yes, I get his point of view, yeah. but like it just shows you the mindset that Christine is out again. Network, so you see, yeah. the, the point, the point, the point Christine is trying to drive home is still the same thing that Vanessa was saying. Like, people are more worried that they have they don't have food to eat, you get than the coronavirus. They are not yeah. saying that the coronavirus is not really low, but guy, I won't come and die because of all that. Let me, let me, let me, let my belly, let, let, let me have food in my stomach before coronavirus will come and kill me because. It's either that or then you won't have food in your soul and then last last the coronavirus will come and kill you again. Yeah. So, yeah. It's more or less yeah. choosing the lesser evil, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's it's sad. It's sad that this has to be broken down like this. And yeah. you think back at it and you, you know that there's nothing else you can do. This is the reality. This is the reality we face in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if somebody's looking for a solution tomorrow or next. Wait, what, guys, what happened to that um, this thing, that solution from Madagascar? I thought it worked. Someone messed up somewhere. I don't think someone messed up. I just think it didn't work and they didn't bother putting any test on it. That's, uh, that's what I'm thinking. You know, because before something like that goes into public domain, it needs to be tested properly. And what, maybe the test is still actually going on. We don't know. Maybe that test is still going on. Um, it needs to be thoroughly tested. 
it's it's a locally made thing, uh, a drink. Right, it's not, it's not going to be something now. that's going to be rushed out. We're hearing rumors. Yeah, I think we've lost Christine finally. <laughs> yeah, and network injustice. But she said it's raining. So yeah. it's, oh, that explains it. Um, and she's probably using glow. I mean, you guys, we were no, talking no, no, about. No, no, she's not using. About... <laughs> she's, she's actually not using glow. She's using your network. She's using your network. Actually. So yeah. Well, okay. So for, in in my defense, in my defense, uh-huh. when it comes to internet, I use Airtel. <laughs> so, uh-huh. well, she's actually using uh-huh. Airtel as well. So what do you have to say about that? <laughs> mm. Yeah. She's got MTN and she's got Airtel. So yeah. You got Airtel. <laughs> so really, guys, we're talking about we we're talking about data. Oh, sorry, network in Nigeria. Like how we are still struggling to maintain a steady connection. Do you get? After how many years? With uh, telecommunications has been in existence for how many years? And twenty? Zero twenty? Yes. So, twenty years and counting, but still, years. man, like we are still struggling. Do you get? The reason why we are and struggling. We call ourselves. Is because... We call ourselves giants of Africa. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you why we're struggling. Right? We're struggling because one. These are businesses, individual businesses that are just trying to make a profit. And the reason why they are trying to juggle for the top profit is because we don't have a national uh, telecoms that would see to it that their regul- that their prices are regulated in house. No, we um, do. I don't know if you MCC. What? That's NCC. No, NC- it's not NCC. I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody that they can compete with, but on a national level. Okay, NCC okay, is okay. also a regulator. So if Nitel, for example, now was still in existence, right? Yeah. These guys yeah. wouldn't be as data would not be as expensive as it is. That's a fact. That's like for sure. And secondly, everybody will will hurry up to the ladder of making their service the best. But we don't have yeah. any. We don't have a national service that Nigerians are connected to. We have no other choice. We don't. We are. We are at the it mercy. Used to be. Used to be Nitel, and then boom. Yeah. We are yeah. literally at the mercy of MTN, Airtel, Men Mobile, uh, Glow, Spectranet, Smile, and whatever there is. We're literally at their mercy because we have no other choice but to use them, so they can drive yeah. their prices. Uh, how, however they want, they can make it as, as expensive however they want, okay. and their services are never going to be as optimal as people would want them to be. Look at Glow in Yola, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like I was saying, I, I was saying, but don't you think that if our leaders are actually serious about this, they could actually make this work? Like, say, say for example, the Senate would just be like. Look, if your if your services is not and up to, to par, to, are not going to operate in Nigeria. They can you actually. They are going to yeah, they, they should. Can. It should be a standard they thing. Can. But the thing is, but the thing is, rumor has it that MTN has Senate in their pocket. You get? I, 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 so, I'm, I'm going to be surprised. Like I literally would yeah. not be surprised. I, apart so from the, that's apart from why that, they wouldn't even sit down and pass those exactly. laws. Exactly. They're paying. They sit down and pass those laws. They rather that, just you know. Apart from that, I'm sure I'm sure they are just, living in, in in good areas where where there is mass for most. It's not even that. That's that's not even that's not even the main thing. The main thing is a lot of them are shareholders. Um, yeah. So if you're a shareholder in, in in a company, you wouldn't want to do anything that would hurt your yeah. your your holdings in that company, mm. would you? It's the same thing with electricity. Man. Can I say? Can I say that? 
I think the biggest problem we are, that we are facing all round in whatever sector you can you can think about in Nigeria is that we don't have any one person or any group of people who are selfless enough to put the interest of other people before theirs. That's one of the biggest yeah. problems with our politicians. And even the ones that want to try yep. to do good, it's, it's not easy to do good in an environment where everybody is doing bad. It's, it's the most difficult thing. So until we have someone in the Senate or even the Senate presidents can come out and say, okay, we need to regulate or at least yes, subsidize at least, at least. the cost of internet access. Because it's, see, it's a basic need. Coming from a place where there was 24 mm-hmm. hours wife, <clears throat> my life is hard. I won't lie to you. My life is very, very hard. I had to figure out how to ensure that I have 7 gig for every that, week. That's, that's, my that's biggest cost sad. or expenditure in 2020, that's sad. is my data. It is. Because it's a big, I have it's, to it's a big internet. hell for us. Yeah, it is. So, um, I guess to our that's, listeners, we could try and probably just round up for now. I mean, we, I think yeah, we're just... Like we've got we're, 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 firing, we're firing on half engine now since it's just yeah. the two of us. Yeah. So... Yeah, Vanessa, plus, do you have plus any... we couldn't get a lot from we couldn't get a lot from Christine, but hopefully yeah. when this when we're recording the next episode, it's not raining in Joss and then she has a stable hopefully. connection. Yeah. 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 So until we jam again in the next episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah next episode. All right, sign out. All right. Peace. Bye, guys.